What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> you have joined the iDads podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wise, and I'm always with my host, my co-host, my brother from another mother, Eric Alvarez. Eric, what's going on, man? Nothing much. We're just here another week ready uh, to roll with uh, the Valentine's uh, Week uh, podcast for everybody. We did it. We survived a week. I'll tell you, uh, it was it was the week of all weeks for me. Um, If you don't, if you can't know, if you haven't noticed, if you don't notice, if you don't have eyeballs, Eric. um, (laughs) So dumb. I'm such I'm so I'm so I'm such a dork. If you don't have eyeballs, though, you can see behind me. um, My wife typically decorates for every season. And this being the season and the month of love and Valentine's Day. Um, Some may say it looks like Valentine's Day threw up in my house because of all the decorations. (laughs) Um, I love it. The the kids love it. My wife loves it. And that really, that's all that matters. As long as my wife likes it, I'm good with it. If my expectation is I'm going to have a poster of Barry Sanders up in my living room, um, I had to throw that, that, uh, that dream away. So. So as you can see, we got Valentine's Day. How how was your Valentine's Day, man? I mean, you could just imagine with I have three women in the house. Okay, you know, Valentine's is celebrated in this house, um, as you can see. I mean, just the love everywhere. Um, you know, from makeup to candy to flowers to, I mean, pretty much everything around the house. So um, kudos to you, and you know, with all the decorations, I mean, it really looks good, right? And it shows that you're a big. Big, big, uh, lovable kind of guy. So well, well, you're happy. <laughs> well, of course, I am. I am a lovable teddy bear, and anybody will tell you that. Don't, don't let this facade, this mean, mean, mean facade fool you. I'm just a lovable teddy bear. Don't give me any credit. My wife does all the decorating in the house. That's that's plain and simple. I don't decorate a thing. I just hang it where she asks for it to be hung. <laughs> That's my job. Um, so you're, it's tough for you. Three women in the household. That's triple, you know, the chocolates, oh. triple the flowers. Uh, you know, it's going to be, it's, it, it's so weird how Valentine's day kids get gifts. Did your kids get gifts? Yes, I actually uh, I bought them with the seas candies, little hearts, so uh, you know chocolates and stuff like that. We created a little basket with a balloon, and I mean my my three year old she was just so excited just to open up the the little basket I gave them. So um, they were they were both happy. So we gave them some chocolates and some stuff like that, just the normal. See, and that's why stuff. that's why you're a good eye dad because you actually got both your kids something for Valentine's Day. Did you forget? And- no, I didn't forget. I plain flat out didn't buy him anything. Um, they don't need more candy. They don't need more little toys, junk to just be all over the house. So, uh, you know, I let the grandparents and the aunts and uncles spoil them with and and the, my great my my grandmother. So their great grandmother, um, we went over there, gave them a gift. Uh, being, being the season of love and, and my grandmother being a widow, we went over there and, and took a flower and some stuff to her, uh, to help her celebrate Valentine's day at a distance, of course, because we're quarantining and we don't want to get her sick, nice, but, nice. um, 
you know, that's what we did. So that's, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't do much. Uh, like I said, for Valentine's Day, we with with the wifey, we got kind of had the mother in law, you know, take over uh, babysitting for for a little while uh, while we had dinner. Mm-hmm. We had a nice little romantic dinner, just pretty much kind of discussing everything, how our, how our life has been, you know, the love for our kids and stuff like that. I mean, it was a really good, interesting conversation. It, I mean, once you're married for some quite some time, I mean, your your conversations are a lot different. Um, and, and that's kind of where, where our connection, you know, we kind of dedicate Valentine's Day to, to kind of connect a little bit more with each other and connect how we want to, you know, portray our love towards our kids as well. So, I mean, it was, it was really good, really good bonding between me and my wife on Valentine's Day. And, and that's, I mean, that's exactly what it's about because, you know, because Valentine's Day become, has become so commercialized and everybody's trying to sling you some kind of product to, to give your significant other, to give your kids or, or whatever's going on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That, that's, I mean, that's what Valentine's Day is really about. And, and the longer you marry, you're married, the more you learn that, that it's, it's not necessarily about the gifts and, and it's actually becomes a time of, of reflection, for for me for valentine's day friday i came home from work i was i was dead dog tired from the work week and i was ready for valentine's day weekend to be quite honest you know i had we we had gone out and i got my wife some gifts um i was super stoked for it and as soon as i walked in the door friday friday afternoon she goes can we talk and i go it was one of those moments where i wish i was zach morris from saved by the bell (laughs) <laughs> and I could have just went time out and she would have froze. And then I could have just fast forwarded the day to later in the evening and just kind of gloss over the fact that she wanted to talk, but, but it was important. And, and it was a great talk. Uh, same, some of the same things, you know, just talking about our history, where we've come from, where we've come in our relationship, where we are now. Um, and really, you, like you said, hit the nail on the head with it is how can we, display the kind of loving relationship that a, that a couple should have how can we display that to our kids and are we doing a good job of that every day of the week other than just valentine's day Correct. and and so that's i mean and and that conversation started friday and it went into saturday and i was starting to get really concerned that that um not that it was going to become a, a a big problem, but that I would do what I usually do and say something stupid. And, and by saying one thing stupid and not realizing that my words mean something, uh, ruined the whole Valentine's day weekend. And I'm so proud of myself. I didn't do that. So that is a huge I dad's win. Um, and we had a great Valentine's day. We just binge watched the matrix, which I've never seen before. Um, and that was super dope. My mind was blown by the matrix um not so much keanu reeves that's why my wife wanted to watch it because she has a uh, unhealthy crush on keanu reeves so keanu reeves if you're listening shout out uh felicia's got a mad crush on you <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, that's good i mean yeah i mean the matrix neo would you take the blue pill or the red pill for valentine's day it looks like you took the Bro, I took the pill that just blew my, that movie blew my mind and you know what and and there's just so much you know like we we just talked about Valentine's Day and, and it not being a superficial holiday right not just being about 
you know, the superficial mushy love, but about being something with substance and deep, right? That movie is deep. That movie had substance. Um, some, I mean, my mind was sufficiently blown um, and I, I will never be the same. I'm a different man. I, I stand before you a different man. Well, we'll see when you see the, the John Wick movies then. Have you seen those? I've seen those. Those are those were great movies for me as a dude, like tons right. of killing, tons of guns, like super yeah, cool really, guns, yeah, special effects. Really like <laughs> my boy Josh O'Connor always makes fun of me. Like he says, like, I'm not a really good critic of movies. Like if there's not one explosion and a head injury in the movie, then it's really not a movie that I'm going to enjoy. And I think he's making fun of uh, my intellect that I can't appreciate a fine, a fine movie such as the matrix. <laughs> and I proved him wrong this weekend. I am a matrix fan. Just need your sunglasses. then. And that's the thing about the movie too. If you recognize like every, did they, did they have a, a special fitting for sunglasses for that movie? I mean, Morpheus has those sunglasses that just sit so perfectly right there on the like dope those are dope you always say hey matt you got some dope sunglasses i'm meant to be in the matrix then <laughs> there you go neil <laughs> why not have you seen the matrix yes so this isn't something new to you you're i saw it when i was when it was in vhs i, I actually bought the vhs, <laughs> VHS. That's how much, that's how much, that's how what is I'll that pay. oh yeah right we got to clarify what vhs vhs <laughs> Those VHS tapes. <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't even find a VHS player. I got a ton of sports uh, movies of myself, of course. Being an only child, uh, my parents recorded everything I did. And uh, especially when it came to athletics. And so I got a ton of videos and I've been dying to watch them and at least show my kid like, hey, check out how dope your dad was playing soccer. Check out. I think you, know, you better look over those those those, those couple of swings that you did. I mean, if you're striking out, it's not a good thing to show your son, you know. Oh, I was listen. <laughs> I, oh, okay. All I hope okay. listen. I hope none of my kids from little league are listening. But if you are, Coach Matt <laughs> was a terrible, terrible batter. Um, <laughs> it's the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a fastball. I was terrible, and I was so terrible that every time I struck out, I I went and I cried. Um, and that's one of the things that I work with these kids on because I know how devastating they feel striking out and I'm, and I'm always trying to remind them like, it's okay. There's, you have three more at bats or two more at bats, like striking out as part of the game. I was terrible about him, but you know what? I was a beast on the field defensively. Um, you know, I was an Omar Vizquel at shortstop or, uh, just a, a beast at third base. I was all-star all-star defense couldn't hit worth a lick <laughs> let's let's look at the vhs's let's, let's see the, let, let, let me let me be the judge <laughs> all right you talk all that smack but i hear you played soccer and i'm sure there's some footage floating around out there and i'm i'm sure i can coax some people in fact i do have some footage of you doing some stuff that that i might be sharing with our our friends who like to listen and tune into our show I got two left feet. I can tell you that right off the bat. No shame on that. <laughs> you weren't dancing. You were singing, brother. Oh, singing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I actually do. I, I sing. I don't know if I ever told you, but I do sing. I, I sing once in a while, especially with my uncles. Um, I play in a, he's, he's, I mean, when you grow up with your uncles, strict uncles, Mexican uncles, I mean, they expect certain things from you. 
Um, they expect you to, if they play the guitar, they want you to play the guitar. And that's kind of what, what I'm, <laughs> what I was doing at that point. I mean, of course, you know, you, the uncles, they push you to do certain things that you're like, dude, I don't even know I could sing, but you know, it's, it's part of, uh, you know, the culture that they push us to, you know, if my uncles are playing the guitar, you're going to learn and they'll give you, they'll hand over the guitar and they're yelling at you halfway there when it's your first time even having the guitar in your hand. And they'll still, you know, be criticizing and telling you that you can do it. And, and they'll they expect you to learn another song by the, by the, by the next time they come to visit, over to visit. And, you know, that's dope. And that's one of the things I love about the Mexican culture um, is, is how encouraging they are. Um, <laughs> even, even when you suck or you mess up. I mean, me trying to, to speak Spanish um, is terrible. I mean, nobody wants to hear it. But every time I did, like, you know, that culture would just come up beside you and said, keep trying keep practicing, keep doing it. You can do it. You know, Hey, white boy, you got this, you got this Weddle. You got this white boy. You can do it. Like, and I appreciated that. Um, and it made me want to try that much harder. So I, I could see you as a, like the next country star <laughs> from the East side, San Jose singing Man, country music. Th that's, that's the kind of love that the uncles displayed that's the kind of love that by pushing you, by telling you that you sound good when you sound, I mean, I wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. But, you know, there's the uncles that support you, that love and care for you, that kind of push you to be your best. Um, you know, you got family members, your mom, dad, even though we suck, they support us and they love us for that. And that's something I wanted to ask you, Matt. I mean, what, what is what is love to you? So now that we're, we're talking about Valentine's Day, what is what is love to you? What does it mean for you? Um, and how, how would you, you know, pass this on to your kids? Wow. That's a great question. That's yeah. It's what me and my wife were talking about. And, and love is a lot of things. Um, love is, love is kind. Love is being patient. Love is communicating. Love is messy. Love is hard. Love is work. Um, yeah. the best book I ever read was uh, the advice that, that my pastor gave my wife and I, when we were going through marriage counseling and he gave us a book to read, which was love is a decision. Um, and I think he gave it to us because, you know, when you're a young couple and you're, you're first in love, it's feelings, right? Like, Oh, I love you so much. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, your hair, like everything is amazing about that person. And you find everything about that person uh, just just compelling. And and it it's what makes you it's that that feeling of love. That's why you fall in love with them, because you just you can't stop thinking about them. And and he gave us a book to read because I think he saw that we were in that mushy love. Right. It was the the, the, oh, the what? The little butterflies in the stomach. The butterflies in the stomach. The baby <laughs> talk on the phone. The baby talk. You know, oh baby, schmoopy poopy. You know, like just the the silliness that you do when you're in love. And he said, "Hey, you guys read this book." And it was it was love as a decision, and it really talks about you know the nitty gritty of love, and that um, that there's going to be times in in our marriage where we're not going to feel loving towards our wives. And there's times in the marriage where I guarantee you, my wife has not felt loving towards me, but mm -hmm. 
But even when you feel that way, love is making this, this the decision to love that person, regardless of how you feel at that point in time. Now, I'm not saying to discredit your own feelings, you know, but what I am saying is, um, you know, is, is love sometimes is just simply making the decision. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to love my wife with everything that I have today, whether that's 90%, 80%, 110%. That's what I'm going to do. And for me, that's been a game changer for the definition of love. I know that's not a great definition of love because definition of love is unconditional love and forgiveness and, you know, all those things. See, for, for me, Matt, I, I, I think, you know, love, I think, you know, when, when you're, you're talking about a relationship, I think it's more of a, I see it as more as falling in love. I mean, this is a conversation, I guess, uh, my, my brother and his wife came over over the weekend as well. Uh, we had dinner, we, we kind of talked, we touched a little bit about what love was. And one of the things I, you know, that I came up with is, you know, when you're in love, I mean, I think it's more of falling in love. Because um, when you meet two strangers, yes, there's the butterflies, there's a baby talk. Yes, there's some connection. But really love, a deeper love, um, I think it's, it's, it's more like falling in love. And when I mean falling in love is meaning you're going to fall flat on your face. It's going to hurt. Um, for the people out there listening, you know, um, you know, I think love and, and loving someone else is giving yourself to that other person. And that's something I have a little bit of trouble doing is giving myself 100% to my wife. It, it could be either from fear, um, you know, you know, for being too, you know, in the Mexican culture, being too, uh, too girly-like or maybe too caring for your wife. You know, they, there's a certain expectation that the man should be the one in control, which that's not the case. I mean, true love, real love is if giving yourself up for the other person. And you know, and that's kind of what the challenges that I'm dealing with, you know, with it, in a relationship with my wife and we constantly, you know, work at it. You know, I try to, you know, give my hundred percent to her um, and to my kids and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's kind of what I think is love is, is giving up, you're giving yourself up for somebody else. It's not buying the Louis Vuitton, you know, to show love. I mean, that's just materialistic. That's not, that's just the status. Uh, that you want to, you know, they want to portray, and that's fine. I'll give them, I'll give my wife some stuff so she can put in her status, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. You know, that's fine. But the true love is, you know, when I, you know, when I show up for her when she needs me, when I, when I encourage her, um, you know, when I know that I take care of her, um, you know, you know, I cook for her. I mean, all this other things that money can't really buy, is kind of where, you know, where that love really connection comes in. Um, and I believe I'm a strong believer of falling in love rather than just love out of, out of nowhere, um, because you give up yourself, you know, and then that's hard for any person to give, to put somebody else before yourself is, is a little difficult. And that, that's what I see. And, and hopefully the other partner gives their 50, their hundred percent as well. And that's usually how the, the connection would work. hundred percent. Um, it's a two way street, right? Yeah. I mean, um, and, and we can get into ruts, you know, different points in the relationships where one person gives more than the other. And, and that's what it's about. I mean, that's what a relationship's about is, is that other person being able to fill that void where, where you're just down and out, where you're struggling, where you're having a hard time. Um, uh, my, you know, my wife said probably the, uh, the best thing to me in the last two weeks. And she said, 
what I love more than anything about our relationship is like you have always been and you will always be my best friend. And and that like that really hit me in the heart, you know, um, because it's not like I was expecting her to say, like, because you're, you are the most attractive man I ever seen. <laughs> you know, it's not I, I definitely wasn't expecting that. Or, you know, you are the most intelligent individual I have ever talked to. Like, I wasn't expecting that. But but for her to say, like, you know, you have always been will always be my best friend, like. Yo, I got a place in her heart that nobody else can touch, yep. um, you know, and that's special. And she has the same for me. Um, and that's what love is. Uh, and love is accepting one another for their flaws and faults and and working around them. If you can, if you can't, that's something you should have figured out beforehand. Um, right. But and, and, that, and that's that's the thing is, I mean, a lot of people are afraid to fall in love you know, and, and they do not give their hundred percent to the other person. And is it because they've been hurt in the past? Is it because, you know, like, like, you know, for, for our, like our culture, or at least in my situation, our family, there wasn't really love and affection really displayed with my mom and dad. They were really more reserved to behind closed doors than really showing that affection and that love. Um, so I need to change that. So that way I know that my daughters do get a, a really good husband or, you know, and, and they show they're able to, to provide that love that the other person needs. And it's falling in love. We need to work at it every day to, you know, for our wives. So all the iDads listening out there, you know, make sure you're, you, you do your best you can to give your 100%. I mean, get off your truck and go buy her some flowers for Valentine's Day. Get off and do that extra thing for her because that's the little things that matter that'll, that'll make her fall in love again every single day. Listen, I challenged myself before valentine's day that i was gonna do the one thing that i you know the one thing in our marriage that i just don't like doing um and we all have that thing right whatever it is whether it's doing the dishes or the laundry or cleaning the toilets or putting the kids to bed or whatever your chore is right um you know my wife you know she loves a good foot massage um she loves a nice back massage and and she, you know, it's, you know, it's not good enough that I'm willing to give her a foot massage. Like she wants lotion. And here's the thing. You and I were at Home Depot the other day and we used that hand sanitizer that they had that was alo. And I kid you not, we both walked around Home Depot because I was watching you and we were just standing there going, gosh, stuff stuck to my hands. You know what I mean? And that's what lotion's like. It's a miserable experience. It's not a good time. <laughs> if you look at me and you see ashy hands and ashy knuckles and ashy elbows, I don't care. I just don't, I don't like lotion. I really don't. <laughs> but but I made a deal. I was like, and I told her, I said, for the next week, I'm going to give you five minutes a day where I'm going to massage your, your foot or your back um, with lotion. Like that was the caveat to it. Yeah, like right. that was the big, big point where I was making a point, you know, and I'm going to do it for the next week, five minutes a day. I'm going to massage with lotion. Um, and I did that before Valentine's day, because it's like you said, it's not, it's doing those things. It's finding those ways to make an impact in our marriages with our wives. 
and we feel better. I feel better. Um, I feel better when I do things for other people. Um, I feel better when I go out of the way and do something special for my wife. Um, in fact, I feel so good that I can, I can't ever contain it. Like as soon as I do it, I want to just call her and be like, Hey, look what I did, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of not the point. <laughs> but, but, but you know what, man, you know, one thing, you know, just kind of going off a little bit on uh, my wife, when we first got together our first, like it was our first year together. Um, she, she, she wanted to show her love or she wanted to appreciate me by <laughs> cutting the toenails, man. You bro, know, I, bro, I, I are you serious? That. I can't do that. I bro, her, are you serious? That's bro. I've I been, oh my dude, this is going to sound weird, but <laughs> okay. My wife, God bless my wonderful wife when we first got married, used to take off my socks and put my socks on. And I guarantee if I would ask her to cut my toenails, she would have done it. A gem, gem. Like you find a wife that will cut your toenails, like that is a keeper for life. So while you're complaining about it, I'm telling you, you're tripping. But my wife used to do those, like those things, and I loved it. And until, until, we went to church and some of the ladies in the church found out that my wife was doing that behavior. <laughs> no, I haven't had it since. I, I can't uh, to those wonderful women that, that used to go to my church. Thank you. But no, thank you. You've ruined my life and my marriage. And I, your toes. <laughs> I like to thank you for staying out of my business. But um, and my toes would, too. Yeah, my long toenails would like some attention. So the fact that your wife would cut your toenails like willingly. Jim, I just I just, you know, it's like, dude, you cannot touch these claws. I said, no, you can't. We we're going to go get some pedicures. I'll pay for them. You just but she wants to. And she always volunteers like, look, I'll, I'll clean up your toenails. I'll massage your feet. Acts of service. Like, if you ever get, oh, I don't know if you've uh, ever read it. If you've ever read it, you haven't. It's it's called the Seven Love Languages. Um, yeah. It's another book. I listen. I'm not throwing these books out there like I'm some kind of book <laughs> expert. Like I'm like this is this is I Dad's book club. You know, um, I'm. It's it, or set five love languages is the name of the book. Um, it's a great book, and it, and it talks about that. Like your wife's doing things like she's yeah. acts of service like that. And if that's not your love language, then it may be a waste of time. <laughs> no, no. You know, <laughs> I, listen, and I don't I, know if I, we could I, strike I, a deal where my wife would be okay with it and your wife would be okay with it. But my toenails are looking a little shabby. If your wife really <laughs> wants to cut toenails, I could be over there this weekend. That's all I'm saying. Hey, but I, I got the chainsaw. I got, I got the, the skill saw ready for you. <laughs> I think I might. I might need to help her with all those claws that you got. Going hey, re on. relax, bro. Relax. But you, but you know what, man? Uh, yeah, it's just something that makes me a little uncomfortable. I just don't, don't. It just makes me feel. I know she's doing it, you know, to make me feel better. To you know, maybe to clean my toenails. I don't know. Maybe to make. There's me, nothing. That's like the, the some funk coming out of my. Historically, there's like that's a the the biggest sign of respect um you know historically the bible. Uh, biblically yeah biblically in the bible they would wash people's feet like they would like like that was what a servant would do is like and they would want to wash your feet or um which is insane like i don't want to touch anybody else. i don't even want to, that's the problem eric i don't want to touch my own feet 
let alone anyone else's feet. But I'm cool <laughs> if someone wants to clip my toenails. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give in one of these days. I'll let you know how it how it goes, and I'll send you a picture of those nice little shiny uh, toenails. But let me ask you a question: If you get your toenails done, do you put polish on them? Bro, never. <laughs> Never. I have not. Never once. Not once. Okay. I, I've okay. had maybe a pedicure three or four, like a handful of times in my life. Um, I'm just so not, not that guy. At the, so you're not that guy at the gym with with the shiny toenails. I'm not built that way. I'm not that dude. Um, you know, I'm a grinder. I'm a I'm a dirty scrapper. Like I if some my fingernails ain't dirty, then I'm not doing life right. That's my motto. So. Uh, you can you can keep the pedicures and the manis for yourself. Uh, I'm good. Oh man, that's. I can't pay for it. That's the only thing. Like I don't want to pay for someone else to touch my feet. But, but you know now nowadays with uh, with all the restrictions, I mean, I'm looking at my wife like you know what you better get the nail clippers ready because these nails these toenails are not cutting themselves. So it's about time. It's about time. Yeah, about you time. can't. I mean, we're growing. We're growing the the covid beards right yep please i dads please don't be growing the covid toenails okay <laughs> it's not the look it's not the business it's not the way we should be representing ourselves as i dads uh so please if you haven't cut your toenails during quarantine i urge you i condone you i condone you I, I implore you, please, please find yourself a woman like Eric's wife that will clip your toenails. <laughs> so ridiculous. Hey, Eric, we come up to it. We've we've did it. We did it. Uh, we got another episode in the books uh, again. It just it feels like sitting back, just chopping up with you, chit chatting. Um, I hope those out there that are that are listening, that are watching on YouTube, um if you like like what you heard if you if you appreciate you know any of the advice or maybe the advice is terrible if there's anything you could take from it um anything at all go pick up go cop a book five love languages love is a decision uh eric's manual on on toenails on yeah toenails on how to keep a wife happy for seven years um <laughs> We appreciate you. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening. Uh, if you are, please make sure to uh, hit that like button and subscribe. We will be back next week. Uh, Eric's going on vacation, but uh, but we'll still be doing the show from the road uh, for Eric. Uh, he's got to just kind of get away a little bit during this uh, lockdown, this COVID. So, Eric, my brother. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Another episode. We're ready to go for next week. Uh, we'll log in and see how our vacation went. We'll get it done. I, I am excited to hear a little bit about your vacation. I want you to take some pictures. Maybe we'll throw some pictures up uh, okay. in next week's show. So, so take some pictures of some funny things that jump out on you uh, on your travels. Uh, for those listening, again, thank you for joining us. You're listening to the iDads podcast. I'm your host, Matt. That's my co-host, Eric. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you hanging with us uh, till next time. Not to mention, uh, before I forget, we've got a great guest on the 28th. We'll be recording with my man, Chris Parks. So get ready for that. Uh, listen, we got our iPads. 
We got our iPhones. We got our iMacs. We got our iTunes. It's I everything. Get a little iDads in your life. You just listen to iDads podcast. We appreciate you. Peace.